So welcome everybody to my first podcast, uh, Try Not to Get Bored to Death. Uh, today we're going to be talking about spirituality and why uh, it's important and what it means. Oftentimes spirituality is uh, sort of a nuanced term that uh, kind of doesn't really have real a real meaning attached to it. It's almost very new agey and can be very synonymous with the vegan eating uh, lesbians next door, uh, or, you know, attached with the person who's doing throat singing at 6am in the morning. Um, or it can be of course attached with somebody like Eckhart Tolle, um, who uh, would be considered someone along the lines of being an ascended master, whatever that means to you. But the idea of spirituality is such a large and yet very vague term. It's essentially, it's like saying you live in LA. Well, that's, sort of narrows it down to California, but LA is huge. What exactly does that mean? Sounds nice, but do you live in East LA, South LA? Where exactly do you live? So spirituality you can consider is this large area where we're not very certain where we fit into that category. Now, I think the best way to define spirituality is, for me, a a deep connection with something beyond your mind. Something that will help you determine what is real and what is not real. So spirituality is your way of connecting with yourself at a deep level so that you can distinguish in your daily life what is real and what is not real because uh, society is sick um, and it's sick through nothing more than its own fault. People don't realize that they are sick. They just live their lives very unhappy slave to some sort of paradigm that nobody really chose purposely to have, um, and yet it is the result of everything that is. So spirituality allows us as individuals to connect to something. Now, it doesn't mean to uh, form an organized religion. It doesn't mean to be judgmental in our ways of doing things, um, and it doesn't certainly doesn't mean just another way of trying to control others and ourselves because we've done enough of that and it doesn't work. It doesn't work that well. And what we want to know about spirituality is something that is not taught to us and something that even if you were to come across the term can be so misguided and again vague that it just turns you off to the whole idea and you just go straight back to watching Pornhub. So the idea is with spirituality, we want to make it something that is easily accessible to everybody, but not so new agey and weird that it makes us want to run away and makes us very uncomfortable. Now, I lived the beginning of my life um, raised by uh, raised by some people, parents, I think is what we call them, and they were uh, shitty, shitty parents, um, you know, uh, as, as parents tend to be sometimes. And uh, on a religious way, I was raised to some degree Catholic, not very seriously. Um, And the same way that I take my diet seriously is how serious I was raised Catholic. But it was still a presence, nonetheless, with overtones of um, dogma and, of course, um, repression, things like that. And uh, that that have been pervasive in Catholicism and religion, organized religion in general, for, for a long time across varying different cultures and countries. And uh, I, quickly I saw that that was kind of a bullshit mechanism. I didn't, I didn't understand it. Saying grace at the dinner table and then being ostracized for not uh, participating was weird. It didn't make any sense to me. I just it didn't understand it. 
nobody could ever, of course, explain it to me. Um, of course, having to do things like make sure that you, you pray and, and doing these, these weird ideas. See, there's nothing, of course, inherently wrong with praying, something we can get into later. Um, but but it's all these like little forced mechanisms that don't really have a um, anything really a basis for it. Just kind of dogmatic rhythms that you're just forced to do um, blindly believe things uh, down to who you can marry who you can't marry uh, if you should have sex before marriage all of these things that are like an obligation and a rule to some sort of guy in the sky who has determined all of this for your highest benefit apparently um, and yet nobody can really explain to you why so growing up with those influences of really conditional love um, you know, this idea of a God or some higher being only supporting you if you do X, Y, and Z, which is of course the same way that I was raised, conditional love, toxic parents, many people are raised that way. And, uh, I grew beyond that probably early teenagers to be some sort of angsty atheist, uh, as a teen and so on, because that made the most logical sense. It made, made, especially towards being 18, 19 and 20, it really made the most sense to be an atheist. Um, because once you look at religion and you have any sense of objectivity at all, you kind of go, Oh yeah, that doesn't make too much sense. Uh, let there no, let there not be a God, let there be darkness. There's nothing. Right. Um, and that was a truth that I lived through. For quite a bit and then at some point uh, around 22 I kind of became more agnostic because I started to become a little bit disillusioned with everything even my own truth and then uh, inevitably the I had this narcissistic relationship that had gone on from 21 to about 23 and it was uh, it was devastating uh, at that point in my life and it actually led to a spiritual awakening and that's when um, the things like crystals and uh, meditation and um, new age topics uh, such as spirit guides, archangels, anything that has to do with something beyond the ego, beyond this earth realm, that's when these things started to actually become very attractive to me in a weird way um, because it, all of it seems logically to the mind very, very very silly. And it can still seem that way. Um, even going into this path of spiritual awakening, there's still things that I don't particularly resonate with that I choose not to have anything to do with. Um, much like, uh, you know, some weirdo kid that you don't really want to play with. Uh, there's still some <laughs> topics within this realm that you really, that really just kind of go, nah, I'm not so sure about that. And you kind of stay away. Um, and that, that is the beauty though of spirituality. If you let it be that is because it can be so all encompassing that it should be, it should allow you to form a connection with yourself rather than, again, with religion, follow a certain amount of steps that you feel like you have to take. Otherwise, something terrible is going to happen. That's just not the case with spirituality. Again, spirituality is distinguishing what's real and what isn't. So it's a connection that you form with your own self. Now, a lot of times you'll hear this term in spirituality called the higher self, something that I definitely do prescribe to. Um, it is essentially this idea that there is a higher version of yourself who is beyond your mind, beyond your ego, beyond this identity as a person, and you'll actually allow yourself um, uh, to, to experience that on a daily basis. And you can do this the most easiest way, meditation. Easiest way to actually understand that you are more than a human identity, that you're more than your thoughts and what you associate those thoughts with. Because at the end of the day, thoughts are actually inherently useless. They, they mean really nothing other than the meanings that you give them. And you don't have to think too far 
ahead to understand that you are giving meaning to things, right? You have a thought and it means something to you, such as, okay, uh, you have a career in mind. I want to do this, you know, or I'm straight or I, or I'm worthless or I'm, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, you're, uh, dressing this way is important to you. You have all these things, um, you know, covering your mouth when you yawn, all these ideas about what's important, what isn't. And, you know, they could be great for you. They might not be great for you. They might be self-limiting and, and um, sort of diabolically uh, sabotaging yourself. They could be that kind of nature or they could be very positive and, and warming to yourself. But whatever the, the idea is, what you like and dislike doesn't really matter too much because it isn't you. So if you can access this higher realm of existence, this higher self, you understand that there is something giving meaning to these things, but that the meaning that we give to things can be changed and that it was put there to begin with, right? And this is what psychologists call, of course, conditioning, this idea that we are raised from birth to um, associate our personalities with certain things in life, right? Our personalities are developed and they can become quite toxic to ourselves, if not to others and everybody in general. Um, so accessing this higher self is this way of understanding spirituality. It's a way of understanding yourself. It's You don't need to go to a church to connect to something greater to yourself. You don't even need to go outside. You simply need to understand your existence that's all you need to do you can do it by just closing your eyes and being still and watching your thoughts right and the reason that doing that is so hard being still or meditating is because we often a expect some kind of outcome that will just give us some huge answer that we've been waiting for or b our mind doesn't want to shut off because our mind fundamentally does not want to cease thinking it doesn't not want to die this is what we call ego death right spirituality is a connection to that part that we do not yet understand, but it will, of course, allow you to see what's real and what isn't real, right? So spirituality is just this huge, huge, beautiful way that will allow you to, with complete freedom, understand who you are without this need to be someone else or do something very specific. Uh, there's no, uh, there shouldn't be any rules to doing that, right? Um, Again, if you have been raised with either some kind of influence in your life that is stopping you from doing something, let's say you have a really deep desire to be a musician, uh, sing, rap, whatever it may be, and regardless of religious expectations, parental expectations, societal expectations, which are all relevant in, in, and probably in your life in some degree if you have that desire uh, or any deep desire to do something, you will uh, also right? There's this something inside of you, right? That's stopping you. So yes, society might think, ah, oh, that's not a very good career. Your parents might want you to be a doctor and uh, religion might think that's, you know, you can't curse, do all this kind of stuff or be yourself, whatever that means to you. Um, and yet, of course, all of those influences exist only within ourselves, right? Um, that's where they exist. Yes, they may have come from other places, but we're the ones that are having to live with it. We're, the boulder is on our shoulders, right? And we're carrying that every single day. And of course, we, we have that justification to carry that because A, we think we have to, because B, uh, that's the way that we think it is, because also C, um, that's the way that other people have uh, put their expectations on us. So we have all these justifications to B and no answer on how to really remove that. We go to things like psychiatrists and not to say that they can't be helpful, but we spend tons of money 
um, to go try out all of these things to really help us find out who we are. Um, basically just trying to find someone to give us an answer that resonates that could say something along the lines of, hey, you can actually do whatever the fuck you want to, so why don't you just go do that? We're waiting for someone to tell us that information. And the thing is, and the secret is, uh, that nobody can, nobody will, and nobody should have to. It's great if you have support like that in your life. That certainly is better company than the uh, the opposite. But you should not need anybody to tell you that you can do whatever you want to do, right? Because all of your life, people have essentially told you the opposite. And so if you do have a deep desire to do something with your life that may be contradictory to what you believe, what you've allowed yourself to believe, and what others believe about you, um, there, there is no answer from anywhere else in this world that can give you a proper, honest justification other than yourself. And again, that self, that higher self, that thing, that existence, that being of energy that exists within you beyond your mind, that is always there watching. It's the observer, right? It observes everything that you're experiencing. So humans have got this idea that we are all just a separate entity floating around and then we fucking die and that's about it, right? That there's this separation in everything that we do. But actually you're a drop in an ocean, okay? And each drop is unique in itself, but ultimately made up of the same thing. And spirituality, by just focusing on that element within yourself, will allow you to develop what I'm talking about here, which is, again, some kind of spirituality in the sense that you have a deep wellspring of connection that you can give and receive from yourself. It's a, it's a give and take, right? This higher self, it's always there and it never goes away and it never will. And even beyond a physical death, it's still always there and it can always be accessed and it always will be, right? Uh, physical death is a topic for another day, but essentially the idea here is that spirituality will allow you to experience the pure consciousness of your true self. And that true self is something that has no fear, it has no pain, it has no suffering, it has no depression, it has no anxiety, it does not worry about money. Uh, the only reason you worry about money is because you live in a world in which you need it. But your consciousness does not care about money because it's just consciousness. Life, the, the pure existence of life that we're all experiencing does not care about money, does not care about having the girl, the guy, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the marriage, the house, the car the career, life doesn't give a shit because you die at some point. Life is short and this earth, it's short, right? Um, and it's meant to be experienced. It's meant to be lived. So life is here. Once you die, once another person dies, life doesn't stop. It keeps going, right? So life doesn't have any qualms in the same way that you do because that's the ego. That's your mind. So if you want to actually experience life for what it's meant to truly be experienced as, you close your eyes, you be still, and you watch your thoughts, and you actually, if you do this enough, if you meditate enough, if you try and make a real effort and a connection to yourself, you will experience what I'm talking about. You will experience that spirituality, sort of quote-unquote there, this real connection to yourself. And within a short, relatively short amount of time, you'll actually be able to see the things that are that you thought were real are not real. And you actually have this incredible sense of freedom now. But it takes a little bit to get there because freedom is something that was always available to us, but something that we shackled ourselves from experiencing. And nobody likes to think of themselves as the victim, 
but nobody else nobody also likes to think of themselves as the person who's wholly responsible for making themselves the victim and that's even worse to a degree right we all like to blame something and someone whatever it can be right atheists at my point in life blame the god um some other people blame a different kind of God. Others blame their parents. Others blame themselves. Uh, and they blame each other. And when we blame society, we blame Donald Trump. We blame uh, every single season of Berlin. We blame the CW for destroying the Flash. Um, you know, we blame everybody for everything. We blame fucking Verizon for the reason why our lives are shitty. And, you know, there's some degree of truth to maybe everything, but none of it is ever going to be responsible for making you happy, nor is any of it the deepest truth that you could ever find. They're all just little things that you can scratch, like a little itch, but it'll never really quite get to where you want to go. And that is um, something that you will find out when you try to connect with yourself, right? It's a beautiful experience that you, that anybody can access regardless of wealth, status, race, gender, uh, orientation, um, what kind of hat you wear in your head. Uh, it doesn't matter. You can actually experience the beauty of something inside of you that regardless of someone else told you that did not exist or that you that you weren't beautiful in any kind of degree, uh, you can experience that still. It's up to you to experience it. And that, that is, again, essentially what spirituality should be. It's what should be taught to people. Um, our education systems don't teach this. It doesn't. They don't teach you how to connect to yourself. They teach you about knowledge. They teach you the capital of Libya, and they teach you poor information about sex ed by some gym teacher who's got his penis hanging out of his shorts by accident, but he doesn't know. And, you know, you've got uh, them talking to you about geometry and learning about, you know, plants and chloroform. And it's not to say that any any of that isn't important to some degree. Of course it is. Um, I suppose I should probably know the capital of Angola. I, you know, I, I guess. I don't know. But the idea um, is that we don't actually learn anything about ourselves. We leave that as a society somehow uh, in a weird kind of mistake that was incredibly overlooked, we leave that up to the parents um, who don't understand themselves anyway, and we expect them to raise people to be better than them, um, which is not the case, and not often anyway. And so it's up to us, the burden of the people in this new age, uh, in this new world, the 21st century, to do that, right? To, to connect with ourselves in a daily way. So you don't have to think of spirituality as some sort of weird um, you know, only eating uh, vegan sort of uh, clothes made in your country or, you know, not some sweatshop type of idea. And you have to wear these really loose V-necks uh, a la Russell, uh, whatever his name is, Russell Brandy. He wears those very deep V-necks. Um, and you don't have to wear a bunch of jewelry and, uh, and talk about your yoga class all day. That's not what any of that means. It's essentially your decision to stop giving so much of a shit what other people think and just deciding once for your once in your life to start deciding what it is that you want. And if you don't know and you're scared and uh, you have no idea and everybody in your life is telling you that it's a bad idea to do what you're doing and to follow your dreams and to do this and do X, Y, and Z, uh, there's a path for you in life. There's always something for you, right? Your life might have a billion different uh, roads that you can take, but there is one road um, that you can take. And the way to know that road that successful road that's best for you is to connect with yourself in a spiritual way by practicing some element of spirituality in the definition of the way that I talked about, which is free, loose, inviting. Don't let it be something that is very religious, orthodox in nature, and don't let it be something that you might hear within some sort of terms and circles of spirituality in which you need to do X, Y, and Z, otherwise you're not actually as spiritual 
as other people, right? You, you'll notice that masters like Eckhart Tolle, Sadhguru, um, none of these people are claiming to be the best or know the most. They're, they're just speaking from their heart. They're speaking the truth, and they're trying to help other people wake up so that they can also experience the same thing. And if you guys do that for yourself, you'll naturally do it for others, and you'll live a much better life because of it. Okay, so hopefully you guys found this first podcast enlightening to some degree. Who knows? Uh, I probably uh, did a shitty job, but who knows? Um, So anyway, guys, uh, I'm going to be signing off. I don't know how to end things properly. So let's just transition awkwardly to the end of this recording. Okay, goodbye.